Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Welcome back to another solo podcast on Waking Up with Melissa, where I am recording this podcast live from Cabo, Mexico. It's so beautiful here. It is part desert and dry, and we're also right in front of this beautiful ocean, a whale watching. I'm just wrapping up my mastermind retreat, and to be honest with you, this place is so dreamy. I'm like, I have to record a podcast here. Like, There's so much potent energy, and there's so many things that I want to deliver because It was here in this place where the message became clearer and clearer that everything is about stillness. Everything is about being fully present, both in our personal life and in our business, and that all of that really truly leads to happiness and peace. And so how does this relate to anything? Well, I was actually doing this training for our mastermind students, and it was so freaking fire. It was so transformational that I wanted to get on right now and record the training that I did with them, and I want to share it with you, especially if you're somebody who wants to create an iconic brand. I'm going to show you how you can do that through live events, especially if you're somebody who wants to create community and you're fighting with this algorithm on social media and it's just annoying to be on so many platforms. I feel you, boo. I get it. Like, I understand here is another avenue. And before I want to go into the training, I just want to share with you, you know, why, why would you want to create an event in 2023? And really like, I want you to focus on industry leaders and people who are going first are truly creating their own stage. And so if I were you, if you're the type of person who wants to dominate a specific niche, if you want to be known as the go-to, you fill in the blank, creating a live event does that in the best possible way. Because just think about it, you creating an event, you're bringing people into an atmosphere and you're positioning yourself as that thought leader. Not only is it a great way to build deeper connections, but it's an excellent way to build your authority and sell your offers, which is something that looking back now, it's been about six or yeah, six months since I created my first live event, the Quantum U. So much happened. I created more sales. I was able to position my brand as the go-to brand for LGBTQ and BIPOC entrepreneurs in the wellness and entrepreneurial space. There was so much that happened. I ended up collabing with really beautiful accounts that I really looked up to and so much happened. And so I wanted to filter this information down because it's not that hard. It's not that hard to create a live event, which by the way, it's different than creating a retreat or something else in person. A live event is usually a low ticket offer. And so let's take a step back first. And before I give you all of the other stuff, let's talk about your big why. Like, why would you even care? And it's really easy to get distracted on wanting to do more stuff. But creating a live event should not be one of them because it actually takes a long time to create it. 
I would say about five to eight months. And so if you're the type of person that's like, oh my God, I want to create an expo or I want to, you know, create a two day event or a three day event and bring this certain population, that's beautiful. But just give yourself time and just know that you have to have a big reason on why you want to do it. I was actually in the middle of doing the training and one of the students was like, well, I know I want to do it, but I don't know what. And so we started simple and we started asking, well, when you bring people into this event, what are you trying to make them feel? What do you want them to walk away with? And just start simple because I think oftentimes we get so confused and, you know, creating a live event is a big thing. And so you got to have a strong why and I'll share my why and maybe that'll spark some ideas for you. My big why on creating a live event was because I wanted to be first in the market. And so nobody had done a BIPOC LGBTQ business event that both had mindfulness and somatic healing and affirmations and also highlighted my students and was in this 3D immersive experience. Like there were so many beautiful things and I wanted to be the first person in that market. Why? Because I wanted to position my brand in that way. And I also was creating community through inviting my past students, inviting current students, inviting future students and people that don't know me. And so it's a really big deal if you feel like you're in the season of how do I make myself different? I don't, I don't want to do this with the content. I don't want to spend too much time uh, on the branding. Just start to ask yourself, if you were to create a live event, how would you do it? What would be your unique way? And why would somebody come to my event and why would somebody go to your event? And how can you connect that to your current business? This is something that I shared and it's really, it's not about the how do I do this, it's why do I do it. That always delivers the biggest results. And so, you know, in talking about the student, they were like, I know I want to do it, but I don't know how. And that's what I shared with them. It's like, forget about the how, like that's what we're always focused on. It's like, how do I create that? I don't have any money. It's like, just think about this as being another offer. Go back to who is the ideal client? What is the transformation? How long is this? And what kind of uh, experience am I going to walk them through? I'm going to give you three reasons why you should care about creating a live event in 2023. Not only are almost every single industry leader doing this, the reason why they're doing this, which I already shared, is because they're positioning themselves in the market. You know, your position defines your product, item, or service. And that stands in relation to other offerings that are similar to your products. And so if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, I'm talking about where are you and your business in relationship to your competition, right? Who is leading this pack? And and for the record, I don't believe in any hierarchy. I don't believe that there is one business that's better than yours. I want you to take a step back. This is not about comparing because I know that you're the shit, especially if you're listening to this podcast and you're attracted to this energy. I'm not talking about that. I'm just trying to get you to look through the lens of business and look at your product and look at your business as just something that is outside of you. Don't take it personal. And if you can identify how your brand is being positioned in the market, that's going to help you create a live event around it. I'll give you a better example. The way my business is positioned in the market, we are the first BIPOC LGBTQ business, Latino owned, seven figure 
uh, owner. And so those are things that I position my brand in that way. And we attract the most, probably 90% BIPOC LGBTQ beings into our atmosphere, into our programs. And so that's how my business is being positioned in the market. Ask yourself the same question. How is your business being positioned? And if you can't even think about that, that is something I want you to focus on. Because what would make yours different, right? It's like, think about your favorite musicians. Like, why would you go to this person's concert versus that one? Everybody sings, but what's the difference? And so that's what I want you to think about. This is the fastest way to position yourself in the market and be first at something. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel either. You can be first at it or you can take an old concept and make it new again. And so for the Quantum U, I wanted to bring in this energy of kind of burning man. And so I had everybody dress up and I wanted to, I wanted them to come as their higher self. And it was really, really specific. And so again, think about it. This is a good question for you. Think about what's the top account in your niche who's doing something similar to you. Not so that you can compare yourself, but just so that we can nail this positioning of the market. And now ask yourself, if you had to create a live event, one that would attract a similar audience Ask yourself, how would you pull people into your event in a unique way? What is it that you would do differently? Whether it's the way you have people dressed, whether it's the type of people that you're calling in, whether it's something that you're going to be doing inside of the event that's going to be absolutely so different. Like for me, it was the somatic healing, the words of affirmation. I had a violinist, okay, come out. I had break dancers. I had drag queens, vulgars. Like that's what made my business event different because I said to myself, if I made, if I did a business event, it would not be some basic cookie cutter shit. Like I would have a runway. I would definitely make it super gay friendly and I would, you know, just give it that oomph, that color. And so that was really important for me to bring that in. So that is the number one reason why you should care about creating a live event in 2023 if you have the desire to lead. The second thing talking about lead is lead generation. You see, our audience converts when we spend intimate time with them. This is an absolutely great opportunity for you to cross-pollinate your audiences with speakers or even collaborate with people that you've only dreamed about. It's so crazy, but my podcast and also my events and my live collabs, like they're always with these beautiful beings that I look up to and that I admire their work. And it's such a great opportunity that for you to create this... Uh, friendship and this community with other people in your niche. Because at the end of the day, if you do a live event and you collaborate with other people, now you're associating your brand with them. And that's a really good thing if it's a brand that's in alignment with your vision. This is also an opportunity for you to get in front of new audiences. I saw that uh, when I did my live event in August, there were so many people that I actually didn't know either. And so many people that I did know that brought friends. And there was also so many other people that were my students and my clients. And so it is absolutely a great opportunity for you to bring in new people into your world. 
And lastly, it's a space where you get to connect with your current audience. We are in this stage where people are just almost desperate to get out of the online space. And I don't think the solution is to completely turn away from it. The solution is how do I work with this platform? And if you're somebody who wants to create these in-person connections, this is going to be such a beautiful opportunity. Again, it's important for me to share this, that this is very different than running a retreat because running a retreat, I mean, you can only max bring 10 people, 20 people, 30 people, but when you actually create a live event, you're bringing in a lot more people. And so the goal is, is that you stretch your funnel deep and wide and that you bring in more people and that you impact more people and that more people get to know your work. So the third thing is multiple streams of revenue. I think when people think of live events, the thing that stops them is, yes, of course, the vision and getting all of the details together, but the money. I think people believe that it is super expensive to create their own event, but I found that you can actually make a lot of money, if not break even, and get people like sponsors to give you money uh, just because of association and because they want to be associated with your brand. And so here are the top three ways that you can bring in multiple sales through a live event. One, ticket sales. So don't make it cheap. You know, my tickets were $111 and that felt really good for me. And my VIP tickets were, I think, almost $500 and that felt really good for me. And so think about that, that you are going to make several thousand dollars potentially with ticket sales. Two, if you connect with sponsors, two things will happen. Either they'll ship you free stuff. And if you came to the Quantum U, you already know that bag was heavy. I mean, we had face cream, body cream, sprays, oils, deck cards, books. Like there were so many in gift bags that we got. It was so insane. And I loved it. And we also partnered up with different brands. And so our food vendor uh, donated all of the food, which was about five to $7,000 worth of food. We also had another sponsor that came in that wanted to be associated with our brand. And we also were and connected with Stonewall, a nonprofit organization for LGBTQ community in New York. And we actually gave them 10% of all proceeds that we made. And so there is an opportunity here for you to not only make money through the tickets that you sell, but also connecting with some of your favorite brands. And I was sharing this in the training that it's so wild how easy this is. I'm just literally going to give you the secret right now because it's not even a secret. It's literally so simple. Make a list of all of your favorite brands. Let it be Athleta, Lululemon, Nike, Adidas, an essential oil, whatever it is. I want you to message them. Message them in the DMs and literally send them this message and say, hey, my name is so-and-so. I'm creating this event and I would love to connect with the person that is in charge of sponsors. Guaranteed, 9 out of 10 of those people, they're going to send you that email because that's their job. These brands have money and they want to partner up with people like us. We're basically like, you know, walking advertisers for brands. And if you love the brand and if you're in alignment with the brand, why wouldn't you want to? The third thing is just selling your own offers. It was so gnarly. I didn't expect that to happen, that I created this event for community. I created this event 
for uh, me to position myself in the market. But what actually came from it were a lot of sales and pe- people that were joining all of my different programs, you know, programs that were $20,000 and programs that were $200 things that were free and also community and making friends and making relationships with people in my world. And so a lot can happen when you position yourself in the market as the go-to expert that's creating this event specifically for a community. Hosting a live event may seem like a love of labor, but done right, this can actually bring you lots of money. And so here are three things that I want you to focus on, okay? Give yourself enough time. Give yourself at least five to nine months. This is not like an offer where you have an idea and you're just going to put it out there and then that's it. No. You want to give yourself time to be in the creation mode, to get those details on who is your ideal client and what the transformation is, on whether or not you're going to host this space by yourself or whether or not you're going to bring somebody else on. And just remember you're creating something freaking epic and that simply takes time. Number two, the vision. Literally, the vision is the most important thing. So do your homework. Don't create something that's already been done before. Like that's boring. Give yourself an opportunity to create something new. Take the old and regurgitate it and give it your own spin. Number three, community is everything. So make sure you get really clear on who you are making this event for. While I was doing this training inside of this mastermind, somebody had asked, well, you know what? I'm going to create this event and these people are going to bring their own following. And while that may be true, you got to still focus on why would you be doing this? Remember how I started this? Like, what's your big why? That's important. If you don't have a big why on honestly anything you do, You just won't do it. And so here's a little roadmap that I mapped out for you. One, I want you to create an inspiration board. I want you to start a Pinterest and I want you to just start collecting images of if I did an event, where would it be? Would it be indoors or would it be outdoors? Would it be in New York or would it be in the jungle? Where, um, what would the people be wearing? How do I want them to feel? Do I have any awareness of things that I want to make sure uh, this venue has? And so start there and create a Pinterest board. Number two, I want you to brain dump all of your ideas in a Word document. And I want you to just put as much information as possible, whether you have clarity on the date, whether you know the venue you want to use, whether you know the people you want to be there. Just get a piece of paper and write everything down. Number three, once you do that, I want you to start to create the sales page. And here's where you can actually start to pre-sell the offer and pre-sell the live event. Live events take a while to sell because it's going to take a long time for you to create it. And so I would say if you start to sell something, you know, at least with four months in advance, that's going to be amazing. And so how would you do that? You probably need to create a sales page. You would probably need to write a little bit about your event, who's going to be there, uh, why people would want to come, what's your mission and your vision, and what's your overall intention. And you see, for me, like my overall intention, just in general, of even sharing this with you guys, is so that we get off this hamster wheel of like being so concerned about the algorithm and being so concerned with, you know, the offers and selling more. It's like, let's focus on something that can check off multiple boxes, like bring us sales lead generation, and position our brand and our business. All of that ultimately is going to equal a thriving business. And so it's all about you focusing on the right metrics. The next thing is sponsors. And so if you do desire to create an event, 
like I mentioned, reach out to those brands. See who are the people that you can collab with. And I promise you, nobody is too big. Nobody is out of reach. Take it from a TV producer. These people have money. They literally have money every single year to invest, to spend. And if they don't spend it, it just goes bye-bye. And so like they literally have it in their budget to be uh, specifically partnering up with people. The next thing is to reach out, reach out through the DMs, reach out through email. And the last thing, once you have the actual event going on, always ask for feedback. Ask for feedback because that's a great opportunity for you to rerun the next one, which is what I'm doing now. And I have so much feedback on what worked and what didn't work. In the meantime, one thing that I learned about events is that it's really about hyping people up. It's about getting people on the same page and bringing awareness to the event. And so I oftentimes when people purchase a ticket, I will create, uh, I'm going to the Quantum U event and maybe ask them a question on what's your outfit going to look like or what do you ex- who are you excited to tune into Um, where are you coming from? Something like that. And so that they can repost it and maybe somebody in their audience is going to want to come. So live events is all about selling these tickets in advance. And so the only way you're going to feel really confident on doing that is if you are very crystal clear on what's the vision of this event and who is this for? And here's a good question. Ask yourself, what are the top three key takeaways that you want people to feel when they leave? What is it that you want to move within them? Is it about money? Is it about their belief? Is it about their uniqueness? Is it about business? Is it about personal development? If you had to bring in 50 to 100 people, what would you walk them through? And more so, would you do this alone or do you feel you need other people to do it? None of it gets to be wrong, but this is how you start to shape that live event. All right, humans, I hope that in 2023, I see more people creating their own path. It is such a beautiful way for us to lead and not follow, for us to see what is missing in the market and not sit there and, and complain about it, but to go out and create something, create the thing that is missing. That is the thing that I have done time and time again, and it's reinvention at its finest. You'll never reach a point where it'll all be done because it's not supposed to be that way. We're constantly in creation mode. And so for me, it's always about flowing with it and not against it. I love you humans. I'm super excited that we got to connect and bring in all of that Cabo Mexico energy. We are launching our mastermind right around the corner. We start in March. Check out my stories. If you're an entrepreneur who already started their business and you're looking to really reach new levels of confidence, new levels of income bracket, new level of legacy and depth, Come to the mastermind. This is going to be a beautiful opportunity for you to do the self-work, the self-development, the spiritual development alongside and holding hands in your business. We go for six months. We have two retreats and it's literally one of my favorite, favorite things that I do in my business. I love you humans and I will see you in the next episode. If you like this episode, screenshot it, tag me. I would love to hear your thoughts. Namaste. Breathe.